Hey, hi, hello everyone, and welcome uh, back to Barely Bookish. This week we are reading Fahrenheit 451, and if this is your very first episode of Barely Bookish, uh, welcome, hello, nice to see you. Um, I hope you're doing well, I hope you're having a good day. But uh, I do want to let you know that these are all spoiler inclusive, so be sure to, um, if you don't want spoilers, read the book first. Um, this section of uh, Fahrenheit 451 does discuss the entire book, so please be sure, if you don't want spoilers, to read the entire thing, um, because I we make a lot of reference to the entire series. Or not the entire series, sorry, the entire book, so please just make sure, if you do want to avoid spoilers, that you do uh, read the entire book first, because I don't want anybody to get spoilers if they don't want them. So yeah, stop here, read the book, and then come back, and you can talk about it with us. I mean, listen to us talk about it. You can you can like Instagram message or you know comment on my photos on Instagram or something and talk about it with me. I'm ready to talk about it. It'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun. But yeah, this was actually my very first episode that I ever recorded. So if I do mention that, I did record this before Pride and Prejudice. So just keep that in mind. Everyone, we just ended up airing Pride and Prejudice first. Um, I just, it just kind of worked out that way. But yeah, so that's all the super notes that I have uh, for the beginning of this. But I do want to mention that if you are interested in joining a book club online, um, we do host one. Right now we're on a brief hiatus, but we will be starting up again reading the first week of December. So right now we're suggesting books and it's a great time to join. We also started a Discord server um, where we talk about books, like not reading them together, but like if you have a book series that you're passionate about and you really want to talk to other book nerds about it, please join. That link is also in the show notes um, under Discord. Not sorry. Sorry. Wow. Under bratelybookish.com uh, backslash connect. And uh, it says book lovers discord or something like that it's there so please feel free to join us it's a lot of fun um right now we're talking about from blood and ash if you haven't read that yet please do yourself the favor read it jennifer l armantrout writes so well but yeah anyways that's all i have for you and i will catch you guys in the episode Hey, hi, hello everyone. This week we are reading Fahrenheit 451 and I am joined today by a lovely guest named Nova. Hi. <laughs> so today we're going through Fahrenheit 451 um, and I'll just jump right into it. So we open on uh, Montag and he's super into burning things and Obviously, this note was taken while I was actually reading through the book, not after. And the only note I had about that moment was, wow, he is super into burning things for being a firefighter. I'm kind of shook about it. Yeah. We'll later find out <laughs> that that's the whole point. They don't fight fires. So, you know, that's <laughs> they're actually called firemen, and that's exactly what they are. They start the fires. So that yeah. kind of shook me. Um there's Montag is also feeling this insane pressure. Um, oh, sorry, this presence. And we find out that it's uh, 
a girl named Clarice. And immediately, as soon as she was introduced, I was like, I don't trust her. She said she's 17 and insane. And I was like, okay, buddy, like, I don't know what this is about. I don't trust you. I was like, afterwards, I was doing research and people were like, oh, I loved her and she seemed so relatable. And the moment I met her, I was like, nope, (laughs) I don't know what it is. I just don't trust her at all. It it was kind of weird. I wonder if like part of it was like the because she's not supposed to be out there. And he was kind of like, what are you doing? Because we kind of see it from him that like that's his feeling, too. Because as it went on, I was like, "Okay, she's cool. Yeah, like, as it went along, but like, so maybe that's just like we're getting it through him. Of he's like, what is this girl doing? <laughs> Who is this possible. child? <laughs> I know, because I was like, as soon as she was introduced, I was like, huh. But then I, I like, <laughs> as soon as she like came and became more of a character, I was like, okay, maybe she's not awful. But like the second I saw her, I was like, trap, trap. Yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> She was interesting. And yeah. how she was like, oh, you guys used to put out fires. And he's like, no. He's like, no, no way. Not a thing. That's never Houses happened. are fireproof. Yeah. They've always been yeah. fireproof. Like, <laughs> um, And then he was like, guy is way too in his job, into his job for comfort. Like, I've never met someone that was so into their career. I was like, uh, uh. like, he was all yeah. about being a firefighter. And then we found out that he also has a wife. And it was just, it was weird to me how they little they talked about her. It was just kind of like, ah, wife, you know? Yeah, she's like this background, like, she's just there. Yeah. And it's like, uh, <laughs> hello? She just, yeah, she doesn't have, like, any su- substance to me. Like, I just, I don't know. She's just so flat. And I guess she's intended to be that way as, like, a product of the culture. But, like, I was kind of surprised how flat she actually was. Yeah, she was very, like, as you went on as well, she was very, this is how things are. Why are you doing things differently? Like, we have this family, which I think is the TV, but, like. Yeah. I wasn't 100% sure. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. Yeah. And she's, like, very into that. Yeah. I think it's also interesting when you look at, like, the time period this was written. It was, like, written just as people were getting TVs in their house. So I guess um, Ray Bradbury was kind of, like, making fun of people who are, like, relating to the characters on the TV. From my, like, precursory understanding of, like what mm-hmm. he was trying to do but I thought that was oh it, I couldn't understand what was happening and so like I kind of took a step back and I was like oh this is just chatter in the walls it's not even like an actual show there's no substance yeah it was like what the heck yeah um so then we find out the guy has never actually read any of the books he burns and that made me incredibly sad and I guess this is like the (laughs) entire premise of the book but I as soon as I found that out like I didn't know anything about this book going into it like no one had spoiled anything for me except one guy at the bookstore as soon as I purchased he goes oh I love that book do you know that's the reason for copyright laws and I was like what (laughs) I was like interesting yeah, and I found no proof for that at all. But I was like, 
that he tried to like start giving me spoilers. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I have not read this book yet. That is why I'm purchasing it. Please don't give me spoilers. Like I get that it's a classic book, but like I still haven't read it yet. Yeah, not everyone's read every classic out there. Literally. So all yeah. I had heard was everyone was like, Oh, I love this book and it's about a guy who burns books. So like I was like, okay, interesting. Yeah, I did get a little spoiler from Twitter, or not Twitter, Tumblr, when I was like, like 15, when they had that, I don't know if you were on Tumblr or how into Tumblr you were, but they had like this whole thing about um, the Fire and Height 451, and it was like a minimalist cover with like a lighter, um, oh, oh my gosh, what do you call that, a matchstick next to it, and the line of the, the binding of the book was how you strike the match and someone goes who would light a book on fire and they're like obviously haven't read fahrenheit 451 and that's all i knew yeah 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 i did see that like at first i was like huh that's no i and then you said like you strike it i was like yes i've seen that and i was like what the heck and then i read like the obviously you've never read it and so i looked it up and i was like makes sense Guy yeah. books. <laughs> I, I just remember Clever. that. I never looked it up. I just remember that. And I was like, one day I'll read it. And then many years went by. <laughs> and now we're here. <laughs> yep. Basically. <laughs> That's so, how it goes. Well, uh, Guy is not super happy with his life. And I was just like, big yikes. Because he seemed to be super into his job. And then you kind of like, as the more he talks to Clarice, the more you kind of realize that he's not really into what he's doing. He doesn't really have anything that like fulfills him. And you kind of, as this book progresses, see that that is a uh, characteristic of most of the people in the world, in that world, is that they don't really have anything to live for. They don't have anything going for them. And they kind of just feel... um, like, they don't have substance anymore, you know? Yeah, they're kind of just there. Like, oh, everyone does this, so we'll just keep doing it. Oh, everyone watches this television, we'll keep doing it. Oh, we gotta we gotta burn the books, we'll do it. Yeah, it kind of, as you went on, you started to notice um, how the characters would do that. They were like, this is how things go, gotta do it this way, even though it's whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And then, okay, this is the part that shook me to my core. And it's just because I did not really realize the time period that this was written in when I was reading it for the first time. So Guy and his wife sleep in separate beds. And I was like, I forgot that that was an actual thing that, like, adults did, you know, like in the 50s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... (laughs) It's. I guess I didn't think of it because I just recently watched a movie where that's. It was from like the fifties, and they went to bed in separate beds. So like, I just kind of was like, oh yeah, that's a thing. And then I read this, so like, it didn't click. But like, yeah. I totally get that because I always forget that that's what they used to do. I know <laughs> and they don't share a bed, so it's like, wait, why do you have two beds in your bedroom? <laughs> I know. I listened. I watched Pleasantville like probably a year ago, and that was the first time I came to terms with that. I thought that was just like a thing that happened on TV. I didn't realize it was like an actual thing that people slept in separate beds until like a little <laughs> while after that. And I asked my dad because I was like, "Uh, 
what? <laughs> like, I just <laughs> never even considered it, you know? Yeah. I just thought it was, like, what is it, like, those... You remember, I don't know, I remember there being, like, all these, like, laws that came out about, like, X-rated TV and, like, PG-13, and there was, like, certain things you couldn't show on TV, and... I thought that that was a part of it was just like having them sleep in separate beds. I didn't realize like people actually went home and bought like twin size beds for them, like in their husband, you know? Yeah. That, that makes sense. Like now that you say that, like that would make sense of the, like the copyright of the, like not the copyright, the, <laughs> the um, like PG 13 kind of laws of, yeah, That's you just can't what I show this. So, like, yeah, that makes absolute sense actually. Now that you say that. Yeah, that's what I guessed, and then I, you know, actually found out that that's what people did, and I was like, huh, okay. So I was, that's, that really dated this novel for me, among other things, but I was, that's probably the one thing when I read it, and I actually stopped, and I was like, when was this written? <laughs> what? Wow. Yeah, when Guy does not realize he, how him and his wife met, I was just like, they're getting divorced. That's just the one thing that's oh going to happen. Because he, him and his wife, neither of them could remember how they met, where they met, when they started dating. And both of them were okay with that. Like, I guess I Guy was questioning it. But, like, his wife was just like, eh, you know, we've been together a while. Can't expect yeah. me to remember everything. It's like, huh, what happened? It's like, that's a big moment in your life. Yeah. Like, how do you forget when you meet and when you started dating like that's just odd like very odd (laughs) i was just like in that moment i was like they're getting a divorce there's no way this marriage is gonna last (laughs) i know like oh my god i'm not even gonna lie to you i thought he was gonna like i didn't really i think he's in his 30s but for some reason my brain was like he's probably gonna date clarice that's the only way yeah i thought like something like that was gonna happen because i was like i don't know how old he is like he could be like 30 or so and i'm like they were they like kind of started connecting on Mm -hmm. a level that like him and his wife clearly don't have i know (laughs) i was like in the future is everyone's marriage is just trash (laughs) like because apparently that's all we see when and then when our friends come over later in the novel and, like, she's like, ah, it's going to be a short war, you know? The husband's gone, whatever. I was like, oh, all marriages in the future are leading to divorce. Like, that's just what that is. Wasn't, like, one of them on, like, their fourth marriage or something, too? Yeah. I was like... It's like... <laughs> what? It's so weird. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They were... It was like, what is this? Like, it's... It was almost like, is this kind of like an arranged thing? Like, oh, you have to get married, so we're just going to go find the person and just marry them? Because there's no, like, connection with any of the relationships. Yeah. So it's like, and then I think one of them said something about um, kids, having kids just so they could keep humanity going so like is yeah. that why they get married i know like, I was oh like, you, you all have to get married just so you can have kids so we can keep life going yeah we'll have to get more into that when we get there but i was yeah, yeah i was like what so oh then guy's wife mildred like took 30 sleeping pills okay um and in that moment i was like is she even alive like because he said she just has headphones in and, like, just staring up at the ceiling. I'm like, is she dead? 
<laughs> I I thought that. I was like, oh well, here we go. Oh, and, and they then, don't know each other, so yeah. <laughs> he could have run into any house and just like, yeah, that's my wife, because it didn't seem like they know each other at all, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then, so they go to the hospital. Well, I think the hospital actually came to them, but I wrote down that they went to the hospital. So I'm not really sure. I think the doctors might have just came to them, though. Yeah, it was a little confusing because it sounded like they went there. And then, like, the last line, they were like, oh, got to pack up and continue on. Yeah. And I was like, wait, you yeah, came so I'm here? not sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether they went to the hospital or the hospital came there. But either way, um, they have, apparently the future does not believe in bedside manner at all, and it only costs fifty dollars for guy to have um her stomach pumped or whatever. And I was in that moment, I was like, oh, guy must have amazing insurance because if that happened in America right now, like getting your stomach pumped would cost like what five hundred dollars or something. God, probably a couple thousand the way it's going. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, there's no way it was fifty dollars. But later on you find out that he only makes like six thousand dollars a year. So I know, like, that was weird. Yeah, so I guess when you think about it, this was the fifties, so they probably did the same price not counting for like inflation. So Yeah, that's true. I'm not really sure how much money that is, to be honest with you in the like present day but we'll assume that that's like 40 grand a year but that's still like a big chunk of his income when you think about the fact that he only makes uh six thousand dollars a year yeah that is huge and like to think about the cost of like i think it was one she wanted another tv wall and it was like two grand i know i was like i was like no how do you live yeah (laughs) do you guys buy food or like I know. I was you like, is pay the for your house? <laughs> yeah. How like, do you live off of this? <laughs> I know. And then he was like, well, we just bought the last one like four months ago. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> what? They're going to have no money. <laughs> I know. I was starting to worry about their financial security in this fake like book world, you know? I know. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, and then the doctors go, but apparently a ton of people are ODing nowadays. That's just a common thing that happens, I guess. Like, part of their terrible bedside manner is just offhandedly mentioning how many people are trying to OD. And it's just, there's little tidbits throughout this novel about, like, how people are just not coping well with the world around them. Yeah. And, like, there's many references to like ODing and suicide and like vehicular manslaughter more than there should be. And it's, I, I think that that to me was kind of wild because this is basically the, the world that like your parents warned you about growing up, you know, where they're like, you play too many video games and you're going to get violent. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. did you all read this book? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think it was, like, they said they get, like, nine or ten ODs a night. Yeah. So they're, like, gotta pack up and keep going. Like, you only get us for this amount of time. What's we gotta staff go staff like? Like, at the hospital, how many oh people do they God. have on staff? Really? Especially, like, if they, oh my goodness. especially if they go to everyone's house. You have to travel. You know? Like, oh, geez, it's just too much. And, like, that, I think, was, like, just in their one city, wasn't it? Like, mm-hmm. that's not even taking into account the rest of, like, America, I guess, or 
I don't know if it's still America or if it's something else at this point, but I know I think they're in Chicago, right? Or that sounds right. No, they met in Chicago. We find that out later. Okay, yeah. I I remember Chicago and St. Louis, and I was like, so they're in America somewhere. (laughs) We're somewhere around this area. Yeah, somewhere in the north-ish, right? Yeah, over that way, like north. Almost like going to the Midwest kind of area. So in America. It, yeah. <laughs> but um the wife apparently lives in some sort of fantasy world and says there's no way she could have taken all those pills. And I'm like, is this denial or is she just crazy? Yeah, I wondered that. I was like, is she just like is this like a crime or something that they do this? I'm like, it it seems like if it was a crime, it wouldn't be the doctor showing up. But, like, she acted like, you are never going to make me admit that this happened. I know. And I'm just like, is it a failed suicide attempt and she's just going to deny? Or is it like she's literally out of her mind and she just happened to take a bunch of sleeping pills? Like, I couldn't figure out what, how she could not admit it, you know? Yeah, like, that, it, it just seems so weird that she was in such denial. And it's like, honey, it's okay. <laughs> we get you know, it. Everyone needs help, you know? <laughs> it's, I don't know, it was weird to me that she was just like, yeah, there's no way that didn't happen. And I'm like, we were all there, you know? We may have been the readers afterwards, but we were all there. Yeah, exactly. We were all there. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Also, Guy, or I think it was Guy who mentions it, but someone casually mentions that they drown cats. And I was like, I'm sorry. Why? I totally forgot that part. Like, I don't know. I don't remember that. I wrote it down in my notes. And I was like, what? Like, I guess because they only allow them to have, like, mechanical dogs. But, like, there's no pets. Yeah, I I noticed that like the only hound was their metal death pup, mechanical hound guy. Yeah. And it was like it's and like they were feeding like the cats to it or something. Yeah. I was like, what? like what? <laughs> yeah. This it was another one of those moments where I was like, what made them decide that cats were the problem? You know? Like everything they've eliminated was because people stopped caring about it. So what made people stop caring about cats and, like, dogs and pets and families? I don't know. It was weird. Like, maybe, like, with the whole intelligence of, like, we all have to be at the same level. Like, if you had a dog or a cat, like, some people, I guess, could be, like, better owners than others or more knowledgeable or something. Like, it was just weird like i that's the only connection i can make of why they aren't there (laughs) i'm now kind of remembering that they said something about like oh you know it created a divide like dog owners versus cat owners and that's why they don't have pets anymore i kind of remember them saying something about that that would yeah that would make sense because they're all about the everyone is on the same playing field we're all equal So that would make sense, because that is, like, a big debate, I guess. Yeah, I don't... I just love animals, okay? Like... Yeah, I know. (laughs) 
So then uh, Clarice doesn't show up for their walk home. And Guy's like, what's going on? He's kind of looking around, trying to find her. And like every night he's walking home. And he keeps like noticing she's not showing up. And he's like, that's weird. But yeah, so they, they just kind of gets left alone for a little bit. Um, but he keeps noticing that she's not there. Uh, so then he's going to work and they mention that um, anyone who has books gets thrown in the insane asylum. You know, that's drastic. But <laughs> pretty much everyone chooses to die before they actually like go to the insane asylum. So I wonder how bad it is at the insane asylum, to be honest. Yeah, I wonder if like, because like the mechanical hound I remember had something like, he injected you with like i wonder if they almost like use a form of torture of like books are bad this is what happens when you have books i know we don't even get to see that side of the world yet yeah like we just like it just like touches upon it Mm -hmm. of like what happens because you know we're in his point of view Mm -hmm. it's like what does happen to all these people that he is now put away yeah because, I mean, they do talk about how most people just choose to die. They don't come to jail. But I wonder what happens to all the people who actually go. And I guess we'll never find out. We just have to guess for ourselves. But it is kind of crazy to me that, like, and then in this insane asylum, my happy wannabe imagination was like, oh, maybe the insane asylum, there's like a whole library and everybody gets to read and relax. But, like, I know that's not true. <laughs> I think if that was the case, I think all of them would be like, hey, look, we have books. Come burn the place. Take us in. <laughs> I know. We'd be like, we'll let's go, go. we bring all of our books to the insane asylum. We're like, to do. <laughs> yeah, this is how I want to live. Also, Guy then mentions that he doesn't even love his wife. And, it, and immediately I was like, yes, they're getting a divorce. That's just going to happen. They don't, kind of. I don't know. So (laughs) we find out that Calarius got run over by a car, according to Mildred. And then in this moment, I was like, Mildred is the worst because she does not like go through this lightly. She's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, Clarice, that neighborhood girl, she's kind of weird. Yeah, she got run over by a car. And I was like, is there no laws against vehicular manslaughter? Because it seems like a lot of people get run over by cars in this universe. Yeah, it does. And like, I was... I kind of remember every time they talk about it, they're like, oh, we're going 90 down the street. And I'm like, you're in a suburb. Yeah. And you're going 90 90 down a street. What does the police do? You know, (laughs) do they not have a police force? Why is there no penalty for murdering people? Like your population's already not increasing because everyone doesn't want children. And now you're murdering your like citizens. I know. Apparently they just are too worried about who has books and who doesn't to realize that going 90 down a suburb street is not going to end well for anybody. I know. This kind of reminds me of um, Pet Cemetery. Did you read that one yet? I have not read that one yet. Okay. Well, for everyone in the general audience and for just without spoilers. So this guy lives off of a highway and the like cars are really, really fast and... But it's like you have to cross the highway to go across the street. Yeah, it it was weird because like to me, like, you know, you leave your house and you're on this street with all these people. You're not going to go 
immediately like 90 and i think at one point he was talking about they were going 130 yeah i'm like that's too fast i know i was like, like why do they not have laws that's crazy enough on like an interstate but you're going down like just a regular road yeah at this like i mean clearly the manslaughter the vehicular manslaughter makes sense in that case because they're just out of control <laughs> yeah i was like at this point and at one point there's like a time where they actually intend to purposely hit guy and i'm like why is there no loss? I don't understand. Yeah, and, like, the only reason they swerve is because he, like, fell down. Yeah. And if they hit him, I mean, at least they're smart enough to know if they hit him when he was lying down, they could flip the car. Yeah. But, like, why that would you want to do it anyway? <laughs> I know. I was like, why is this your source of entertainment? I don't understand. Apparently the TV isn't good. <laughs> I know. I feel like I should have like consulted a literature, like English professor, and been like, "Okay, explain to me a couple things because I'm confused." Yeah, it. It's one of those. It's like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> I know. And if uh, anybody listening to this wants to reach out to me t- on Twitter and tell me why they believe in vehicular manslaughter being okay, let me know. Because I have so many questions. I am not an English professor. I did not get my uh, degree in symbolism, and uh, I don't understand why. Degree in symbolism. (laughs) I love that. Listen, my degree was in advertising, which is not helping me at this moment in reading this book. I mean, mine was a little closer in creative writing, but I was more learning on how to write, not how to analyze the writing. (laughs) No, but get it together. You're the one of us that's supposed to be helping here. <laughs> you hey, got... I, I mostly had the writing classes of, hey, hey, how do we build build a story? How do we build a believable character? Not, <laughs> why is this okay? <laughs> why is vehicular manslaughter okay? How can you not answer that for us in this moment? Oh, man, I know. <laughs> the, the curtains are blue because they're reflecting on his sadness in his life, right? <laughs> basically (laughs) Uh, okay so Mildred just the worst um, guy ends up revealing to Mildred that he stole um, books while the fire chief was right there oh no sorry whoa hold on backing up so Mildred found out about the book guy stole because the fire guy calls out of work and he's like I'm not feeling well and then the fire chief shows up and he's in bed and guy hid the book behind his pillow and Mildred goes to like straighten up his pillow behind his head which was weird but that's fine and feels the book in the pillow behind him and was like so yeah um the fire chief I think his name is Betty reveals that there are no intellectuals in the world and I'm like how do they cure diseases like that they don't have scientists that was, like, the weirdest thing. Like, I I kind of got, like, the, oh, well, we remove this and this because equality and minorities. I'm like, okay, like, I understand your thinking. Like, not that it was correct. Yeah. But, like, I understand where you're going with this. And then he was like, well, we won't, don't want anyone to be, like, intellectuals either. We and- want everyone on the same, like, smart level. And I'm like huh how are you supposed to like do anything how do they have doctors 
Like apparently it's, it's just the machines, I guess. I'm and just saying, if the doctor is as smart as I am, I would never want surgery. <laughs> basically. <laughs> I don't know what to do with a scalpel. Don't hand me one. And it's like, basically, if they're assuming that everyone gets the same level of intelligence and treatment, if there were mo- no machines... Oh, sorry, I stuttered. If there were no more machines, like, they can't survive as a race. Yeah, like, it's, I almost wonder if, like, doctors, you learn only that stuff, and you're not allowed to learn anything else. Because that's the only way I could see that you'd be on the same, like, intelligence level. Yeah. Because, like, if you know how to, like, do surgery, but, like, you know nothing else. You don't know any history. You don't know, like, what's a car and what's not. (laughs) Like, if you get taken all that other education away and you can only learn this then it kind of almost keeps people on the same like level but still at the same time not really because now that person's an expert in that area so like Mm -hmm. that just didn't make any sense in a way yeah the other thing I kept thinking about was you know if they aren't allowed books like part of going to university is getting textbook education. If you're a doctor, you need that textbook education. So if they don't have books, do you just watch surgeries happen and let people screw up? I mean, at one point it said they like had like a magazine or something. Like it was almost like just books were taken out. And then like magazines and newspapers were only put in like the okay stuff. Because mm-hmm. at one point, I don't remember what point it was, they were talking about, like, oh, well, you can't have these books because they're essentially fiction. And she was like, well, no, the people are real. Like, this happened to people. I think it was, like, the old lady they were burning. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, this is, like, real people. I only read about real people. And they were like, mm, nope, sorry. It's a book. It's got to go. Yeah. But, like, earlier on, they had mentioned, like, a magazine or something. Or, like, people knew how to read. I was like, how do you know how to read if, like, your books are gone? So, it's almost like there's some form of material that they learn to read and have. It's just censorship to the max. Yeah. Mm, I don't know. So, the fire chief Betty says that they burn everything that makes them uncomfortable and I would like to know how they don't have a pollution problem. <laughs> because <if you're, laughs> it's just like you're lighting fires. Prob- it seems like they light multiple fires a day. Yeah. Like, I think that's a good assumption. And assuming that's happening worldwide, like they would have horrible pollution. Yeah, especially on what they're burning. Like, obviously books are just paper, like... It just create a lot of, like, smoke, which yeah. isn't bad. I mean, it kind of clogs your air, but it will go away. But, like, they burn the whole house and, like, plastics and everything. That mm-hmm. is horrible to be putting in there. I know. That's just when I read that. I was like, oh, like, how are these people breathing the air outside? Because this has been going on for, like... At least enough to people forget that firefighters did anything else. So you have to assume a couple generations. You know? 
So they should have like terrible pollution problems. I mean, they had altered like history too. Like they had a Mm -hmm. passage that was like, Benjamin Franklin did this and like had like the rules for the firemen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was like, oh yeah, 1790 or something. It was. It was just like what Ben Franklin. Do you remember um, um, a couple no. of years ago that they said something about how um, I can't believe what's I can't remember what state it was in, but they were trying to remove parts of history that made people uncomfortable. So it was like they tried to delete slavery from the textbooks. Oh yeah, and there was like I remember seeing an image about the Trail of Tears. Mm-hmm. And like the textbook was like, oh, it was all these nice Native Americans were like, sure, you can have our land and left. And it was like, yeah, okay, that's the farthest from the truth you can get at this point. But yeah, like, so I'm this wondering is what if that's we're putting a play. Yeah, I wonder if that's a play on this is the fact that they're changing history. So there would be generations growing up thinking that that's what's real. And that just kind of made me think of when I read that article about that happening a couple years ago yeah that's what i was thinking too when i saw that thing of like ben franklin said this Mm -hmm. i was like this is almost like what's happening now with like the history textbooks not having factual information anymore Mm -hmm. well that and it's like most of history that actually happens you have to learn yourself outside of school because schools don't allow you to bring in uh like I I don't know um, how it is where you're from, but like in Florida, like teachers aren't allowed to give. I don't even know if this is a real law, but basically teachers are not supposed to put in like their political standing or anything like that. And there's parts like I had a teacher once who was like, yeah, just so you know, like Benjamin Franklin, not a great guy. And we were all like, what? And she goes, yeah, so there's a lot of things history textbooks won't tell you about history and there's things you're gonna have to find out while you're in college and all that kind of stuff i i i guess in a way kind of um mine in high school just basically ended with world war ii so like Mm -hmm. i have very little idea of what happens from world war ii until like basically 9 11 because that's when i was kind of old enough to start realizing what was going on mm-hmm. around me. Yeah. But, like, we only covered up until, like, every history class, I think I took three or four, covered that from, like, the beginning of America to World War II. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, ours was pretty good at, I think, she very voiced, like, what she thought. And we often did, like, debates where we had to do our own research on subjects and kind of debate each other in class and there are some debates we'd walk in and be like that side's already winning but we still have to do it yeah so (laughs) I'm going to attempt to debate that but all the information I found supports that side not mine yeah so I think that helped because we like even though we didn't get a whole bunch of we missed a ton of like history Mm-hmm. We really got to focus on, like, what was actually going on in those time periods and, like, what was good, what wasn't kind of thing. Yeah. Almost worse. I took um, this program called the ACE program. And basically, it was through Cambridge. So all of my history in high school 
where you actually learn history is European history. Like, I don't know much about American <laughs> history. Like, there was a time where I could have told you everything that happened, like, with, um, oh my gosh, I can't even think, like, Winston Churchill and everything. And I know nothing about American history. Like, we found out about, like, the world wars from the European side. Like, I don't know anything about what America did in the world wars. That's interesting. Like, yeah. Because the. Um, I mean, that's cool that you have that knowledge <laughs> of that side, but that is interesting that you learned the European stuff. Yeah, it's because it was the program itself was through Cambridge University. So mm-hmm. we, we, I think we were one of the first high schools that did it in the United States. But. Yeah, so they didn't change the history at all. They were like, you can learn European history. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I mean, okay, I won't repeat the mistakes of Europe, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I can use Europe's mistakes to compare to what's going on now. I know. I can't compare our own. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, I guess I'll have to figure out like what happened in American history. But it's funny talking to my younger sisters. They also did European history. So none of us know anything besides what we were taught in middle school about American history. Oh my gosh, that's insane. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild. But anyways, okay. Back to the Fahrenheit 451. This all stemmed from a pollution problem, didn't it? No, it censorship. Did. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, Something um, like that. <laughs> yeah, it turns We're out. One of those. <laughs> honestly, turns out that guy has been grabbing books for a while and he has like a whole stockpile and he finally like lets his wife know about it, which I thought was a terrible plan. And they kept making oh, references. Fun throughout the beginning that he would like look up into the air conditioning grate and I'm like why? Like why do you what's so interesting about an AC grate? Do they not normally have AC? Like that's that's what my brain was going to but turns out that's where they were hiding the books. Yeah for, I was like okay something's gonna go on with this but like yeah. I was confused when like when did he start grabbing the books because I thought like Clarice was kind of his awakening but I'm like, this makes it sound like this was going on even before her. Yeah, that's that he I was grabbing. So. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I thought we what... were supposed to be opening here because she was like, he like was so into his job and she was like, hi, I'm quirky. Yeah. I'm different. <laughs> I'm going to make you think differently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, I thought the same thing as you and then he has like this mountain of books so i'm like how long have you been doing it because there's no way he could grab more than one from each book burning session and it and it seems like clarice had only been in his life for like maybe a month yeah or so so it's like let's say you know each night he grabs one book i guess he could have 30 books but i'm assuming he has weekends off and like that he yeah wouldn't and grab like a you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to, like, risk doing it every single time, too. Yeah. Because, like, oh, if you take one every once in a while, no one really is going to notice. But if you're taking it every night, people are going to be like, okay, what are you doing? Yeah. Because, like, I, I think um, the chief guy, he said at one point, he was like, oh, you know, at some point, everyone wants to, has that curiosity. So we kind of let you take it. But you have to bring it back so we can get rid of it. Mm-hmm. 
so it was like, okay, so clearly this curiosity is winning out for most of them if they have this rule. So mm-hmm. maybe like one every once in a while, people will be like, oh yeah, I've, I've been there. It'll yeah. be fine. So, <laughs> but like, every night would be very suspicious. Mm-hmm. So like it had to have started before her. Yeah. Which was just, the way it was set up, it was like, this can't have. So I was very confused. Yeah, I was just like, how many books does this dude have now? Because I feel like had they, um, had he grabbed any more in the time that we were following his life, like reading through him, they would have mentioned something. So I'm guessing that month time frame, he'd only grabbed that one book. And I'm guess I'm just guessing that it's been a month. I'm not sure how long he actually knew Clarice and the time frame of this book. It could have been like a week. I have no idea. But yeah, the month sounds about right because like. They kind of, over time, or even a few weeks, because, like, there was a build in that relationship. Like, Mm -hmm. they saw each other a couple times. Yeah. But, like, the way it went from each one was, like, they've met a few times in between. We're just getting these specific moments. Yeah, so So. I'm guessing, like, about a month we followed his life. So, yeah, I'm just not... I mean, I don't know how he grabbed all these books or whatever without anybody noticing. Because it sounded like he had a stockpile. It wasn't just, like, one or two. Yeah, so, like, he put, like, a mountain of them at her feet. <laughs> yeah, he's like, here you go. And her Look reaction was like, Whoa. oh, my God, this is more than one under your pillow. <laughs> yeah. But thank you, uh, Nova, so much for joining me. Is there any way, uh, anywhere you want to tell the people to find you? Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, pretty much it's just on almost everything. Just find me at Novasaurus Rex with two X's and it's me. So <laughs> Twitter, right, Instagram, YouTube, you know. Yeah, I'll link you in the show notes so that everyone can like click it and it'll be easier. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much for joining yes, me and, of course. you know, reading this with me and I appreciate it. Yes, it was great. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. All right. Well, we will catch you all in the next episode. Bye. Thank you all so much for joining me on this episode of Barely Bookish. Next week, we will continue our discussion of Fahrenheit 4 Her D1. I really hope you all are enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun uh, to discuss this and talk with Nova. And if you want to catch Nova on another episode, she was on our Call of Cthulhu episode, our Halloween special. Um, that was a lot of fun as well. So make sure you check that one out if you haven't already. Um yeah, if you want to join those Discord servers like I mentioned in the intro, please do. It's a lot of fun. The link is in the show notes. So please be sure to check that out and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye!